0: What is the ultimate power position you can leverage to take control from anxiety and depression? Find out in today's episode. Are you ready? Let's go. Thank you for joining us on From Surviving to Thriving podcast, a show for parents or anyone to take action on how to overcome anxiety and depression so you can give your best to yourself, your loved ones, and your career. Now here's your host, Ray Bercier, Welcome to episode 12 of From Surviving to Thriving. If you're a parent struggling with anxiety or depression and feel like you're in a constant state of survival mode, then you're in the right place. I am Ray Bercier, and I am here to help support you overcome your struggles so you will get out of survival mode and start thriving. This show isn't about information. We're about transformation and taking unwavering action. I'm honored and grateful to be here to join you along your journey because time is the one commodity you can never get back. So investing time with what serves you best is the best investment you will ever make. So it's my goal to give you my best and make sure that you get the most out of your time spent by serving you and supporting you to take unwavering action on transforming your life and impacting your world. And this starts with understanding and acknowledging that reality is a personal journey. No one will ever see the world through the same lenses and filters as you, and that includes me. This also means that no one will ever be able to feel the same anxieties and depression for the same reasons that you do. Anxiety is a natural ability of your body designed to keep you alert and safe. But the problem is, too much of it causes problems. True or true? As much as humans have evolved and grown over centuries, We all still have that primal monkey mind to contend with constantly. Your subconscious. What are the two jobs of your subconscious? Automation and protection. Now, let's put danger aside for a moment, okay? Your biggest threat in this world isn't anyone or any one thing out there. Your biggest threat is in here. Your head. It's with you 24-7, 365, keeping you from taking unwavering action towards something better, keeping you caged up so that you don't push yourself out of your comfort zone, so that you don't feel discomfort. Think about it. What better way to keep you caged up than through anxiety? But I want you to think about this. By staying inside your comfort zone and letting anxiety hold you back from taking chances, taking risks, putting yourself out there beyond your comfort zone, and trying to make something with your dreams, does that keep you from feeling discomfort? Not at all. And that's the lie that your subconscious wants you to believe. Because not taking action and building powerful change leaves you in the discomfort of the struggles that you've always experienced. Because nothing changes if nothing changes. I want you to take a moment and ask yourself, isn't it time you break free and release yourself from the chains and escape the self-imposed prison? It's not easy. But nothing in life that is worth anything is easy. So, what you need to do is set yourself up for success. But how do you do this? Unwavering action. Unwavering action and a lot of practice. Because you can't become a master without putting into practice what you learn. And remember that every master at one point in their life was a disaster. No one is born a master. It starts with building the neural connectors to start catching yourself when you feel your anxiety is starting to ramp up. Remember, because anxiety comes from your subconscious, which has nearly immediate action throughout your body, you can't outthink your brain. But what you can do is begin to catch yourself and redirect the focus towards a new perspective. This perspective is known as the seat of awareness. Now, you might be wondering, what is the seat of awareness? And it goes back to the one concept that you are not your thoughts. You are not your body. If you lose a finger, are you any less you? No. If you have a kidney transplant, are you any less you? No. You are not your meat suit. Just like you are not your thoughts. You are the observer of your thoughts. You are the observer of your avatar, your meat suit. You are the witness to what's going on. And being able to pull your perspective out of your situation and observe before you react is the seat of awareness. Now, it may sound complex. So let's use this as an analogy. You are the star of your movie. That is your life, okay? Your body is the actor or actress, but you are not your body. You are the director. You are the person behind the camera. See, anxiety, much like the little voices in your head that feed you all the words that it knows to help keep you stuck inside your comfort zone, all the little voices that keep you from pushing yourself forward, from giving yourself your best and giving your best to everyone else, those are like the noisy producers trying to tell you how to do your job at directing and determining the story, determining how your movie goes. Does that make sense at all? Part of being human is not enjoying discomfort. And many people will do everything they can to try and avoid feeling discomfort, even if their comfort zone makes them miserable. See, according to a National Institute of Mental Health, speaking in public is the number one fear that causes anxiety. Do you want to know what number two is? Being dead. So people would rather be dead than talking in public. Think about that. I used to hate discomfort and I would avoid it at all costs. But the reality is I still felt discomfort because being stuck with my struggles and never making progress in itself was discomfort. And maybe you can relate to that. So, because we as humans don't want to feel discomfort, it shouldn't be surprising that when a lot of you give in to that anxiety, when it starts to hurt and push back, it's nothing to be ashamed of. Understand, though, that what God you here was what you needed to get to this point in your life. And if you could have done better, you would have. But. What got you here won't get you to where you want to go. But do you see the problem? When you give in to your anxiety, you suffer. And when you fight back against your anxiety, you suffer. It leaves you stuck between a rock and a hard place, doesn't it? So it comes down to catching yourself and making a decision. A decision is saying yes to the one thing and no to everything else. And a decision has to be made every moment of every day. There are no one-time decisions. And the decision that you have to make, whether you want to or not, is that you have to choose which suffering serves you best. But when you learn to take that step back and view things from the director's chair, the seat of awareness. You're able to pull yourself out of the situation and witness it from a top-down approach. Observe the cause of the anxiety. Observe the thoughts that the anxiety is sending your way. Observing allows you the power and the control to detach from them. And as weird as it sounds, one of the best things that you can do is talk it out loud in the third person. Now, you probably want to do this when no one's around, but if someone is around, you could always do it in your mind. And it will make the anxiety and situation sound ridiculous, which is the point of that exercise. Because making struggles seem ridiculous, it removes the power and the control over them that they have on you. See, Ray is feeling anxious because he noticed that he's running late to drop the kiddo off at school because the kiddo is having a rough morning. When you talk in the third person about what your vessel is experiencing, it allows you to take a step back from it and rise above. You take back your control when you learn to remove yourself from the emotion of it. When you're the observer, you can choose a more powerful response by allowing yourself to catch and detach from the emotion that's causing the anxiety, knowing that this too shall pass. When you're the observer, you can choose a more powerful response, a more inspiring response. And by allowing yourself to catch and detach from the emotion, knowing that this too shall pass, you can choose whether to let what's causing your anxiety to continue, or you can choose a more empowering response. It's simple but not easy. It takes practice. It takes unwavering action. It takes growing the skill to catch yourself in these moments and being aware of the anxiety. It is a skill. And it's something that you can develop with ease. It just takes repetition. It takes becoming more mindful and reducing the amount of time you spend on autopilot during the day. It takes a willingness to take a step out of your body and into your seat of awareness, building up your emotional IQ. Don't expect perfection. Don't expect to become a master overnight. Expect to be perfectly imperfect. Perfectly imperfect is the best you can ever offer. It's the best I can ever offer. 1% better every day. 365% better one year from now. The more you practice it, the more powerful you will become, the more control you will get. Would it surprise you to know that I struggle with talking in public and even over this podcast. Being vulnerable with you for a moment, you know, I don't feel comfortable with it. And this is where growth happens. I'm perfectly imperfect and taking imperfect action because imperfect action leads to what? Traction. So the power you can wield when you pull your focus out of your head and become the observer. You're able to regain control and decide how you react. Because you can only control four things in life. Do you remember what those were? Your thoughts, your actions, your reactions, and your inactions. The more you catch yourself and put yourself as the observer into practice, the more you will regain control over your anxiety rather than have your anxiety control you. Becoming more mindful and catching yourself requires conscious effort because what's out of sight is out of mind. One trick that you can do is use those yellow post-it notes and stick them in areas that you most frequent and write down be the director on them. Start to train your brain to become more present and observe more. Set alarms on your phone to be more mindful. Be the director of your life and take control of your movie. When you give up control to the noisy producers of anxiety and depression and you give up that control to the programming that was written into you, not by you, you give them permission to make your movie a box office bust. I want your movie of your life to be your hero's journey, an autobiography of how you overcame those struggles, because you deserve that. I want your movie to be your healer's journey. I want your journey to become a box office smash, not a flop. Bruce Lee said it best. I fear not the man, who practiced 10,000 kicks once, but I fear the man who has practiced one kick 10,000 times. The power is in the repetition. The growth is in the repetition. This is why even you can take this small skill and grow it. You have to believe it before you can see it. And belief begins with taking imperfect action. Without imperfect action, I wouldn't be here today helping and serving you and supporting you. And an additional tool that can help you grow the skill is meditation. And I know time isn't always your friend or mine. As a busy parent, it's never really a good time for things but what matters most is making time for what matters most, true or true. And to give your best to others, you have to give your best to yourself. And doing that requires making time for you and what serves you best. Finding time can be fleeting, but even if you spend five minutes a day to just simply be in the moment, you will be able to grow the skill by catching your thoughts when they shift away from the moment and back into your head. Now for many, meditation may seem too woo-woo for some, but it's actually science when you break it down. And if you're not willing to leverage the tools that work to help, then you will continue to struggle. Meditation can be quick. It's mainly focus and redirecting your focus when it strays. And this happens all the time when you meditate. Your focus will stray to thoughts because your brain is always trying to work instead of just be. So you always constantly have to redirect your focus back to the moment. And the more you work at this, the more you train your brain to be more in the moment, to be more present, This will help you take back your thoughts and regain the control that you may feel that you don't have. Taking unwavering action leads to traction. The more you practice, the more power you will yield. I hope this episode has helped you in some way. And if you enjoy the show and you find that it does help you and you want to help be a part of our goal to transform the lives and impact the world, of 11 million people. Please spread the word to anyone that you think could benefit from tuning in, as well as leaving us either a five-star rating on iTunes or listen to us on Spotify and leave us a five-star rating there. And if you do leave feedback, we'll be sure to give you a special shout out at the end of the show. And that's it for today's episode. I'm honored and grateful to have been able to serve you here today and I'll see you in the next episode. Until then, let's do the work, whatever it takes, to the journey. Much love. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you've gained new insight on how to overcome depression and anxiety. Don't forget to subscribe, take consistent action, and join us next time on From Surviving to Thriving podcast. We're going to take on the world.